Hey folks, Dr. Griffmar from Aspire Natural Health. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Just a short one for me. You know, one of the questions that I get asked a lot, and you may wonder yourself is, why do we, why do I get that mid to late afternoon crash, you know, where everyone's sitting around yawning, and I find it hard to stay focused on an, in, in on attention. You know, what most people do is they're going to grab some caffeine, or they're going to grab some sugar, have a quick snack, try to, you know, perk themselves up and, and power through that period of time, which is usually somewhere between about 1 p.m. to about 4 p.m., in the afternoon. What the heck is going on with that? So I'd like to share with you the three things that are often at the root of that mid-afternoon slump. Are you ready for it? Okay. First one is hunger. So there's a couple of different variations. Now, first of all, people are dealing with hypoglycemia, kind of low blood sugar, having to eat frequently or seeing their energy drop. You know, for most people out there, that's a sign that we've got some issues going on. We most often see what we call, quote unquote, weak adrenal function, a little bit of adrenal fatigue. I know if you Google it, you're going to find people like big wars about adrenal fatigue and what is it and is it real? Bottom line here, folks, whatever you call it, the dysfunction that's going on in that system often for many people, man, one of the ways that manifests is as you know, unstable blood sugar, having to eat more often, taking care of that often is a huge deal for that. Other people, if they're, they're really on the slender side or underweight or very physically active, you will need to eat more often. And, and women, especially here who are trying to maintain their figure and really don't want to gain weight, can often be under eating and that can be an issue. So under eating, not eating enough, having to eat very frequently, whatever the cause here, the bottom line is people can run out of fuel. Their system can run out of fuel and crash. Another thing at the time of this recording, something called intermittent fasting uh, is still quite popular. When you're listening to this, this might be a big deal still, or maybe not. What intermittent fasting is, there, there are a whole bunch of different ways that people do it, but one of the most common ways out there is known as 16-8, 16 hours not eating, eight hours eating. The most common way that people do that is they eat dinner, and then they wait 16 hours before eating. So give or take eight hours of sleeping and then another eight hours. And the common way this manifests is that people skip breakfast and they may push back lunch a few hours as well. Now, for some people, inter intermittent fasting works fantastic. They feel great. They have wonderful energy. They, they lose unnecessary weight. Everything is working really well for them. If that's you, more power to you. But we find... For other people, intermittent fasting doesn't work so well. They see energy crashes, hunger, binging, cravings, you know, you name it, it's not working for you. Bottom line here, please, it, even if something is working great for other people, if you try it and it doesn't work well for you, it doesn't work well for you. It's time to move on and try something different. That's not the right approach for you. So the first reason for that mid early to mid afternoon crash for people, hunger, running out of fuel, people's system just 
crashes. The second reason for that mid-afternoon slump is going to be too big of a lunch. So we're kind of flipping the tables here. Too big of a lunch or too high carb of a lunch. People go on the blood sugar roller coaster. So you can often see that at meetings or conferences, right, where everyone goes out and they binge on high-carb foods, breads, and and all sorts of other high-carb foods. And then afterwards, they're basically falling asleep in their chairs from either too large of a lunch or too high-carb of a lunch. And we have fixed that for many people by, for some people, shrinking down lunch a little bit more uh, and switching to more protein and, and having some good fats in there so that uh, we, we bring down the carbohydrate portion. Okay, so one, not eating enough. Two, eating too much for lunch or too high carb a lunch. Now three, ready for this? And I I learned more about this from the excellent book, Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker, who is a sleep scientist. I've talked about it once before on this podcast. A a great book, a little bit technical. So if you're kind of nerdy and you're really into health and understanding the human body, great book to pick up. If that's a little beyond where you are right now and where you want to go, you might want to skip this one. It can get a little bit dry, a little bit technical in places, uh, but there is some absolutely fantastic information inside. And so one of those pieces is understanding how humans naturally sleep. So if we didn't have electric light bulbs, if we didn't have alarm clocks, if we didn't have schedules in the way that we do where, you know, kids got to go to school, you got to be at work at a certain time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like what would sleep actually look like? And so scientists have gone out and studied this. And the best representations we have are kind of native people on more of a hunter gatherer lifestyle. Again, no alarm clocks, no electric light bulbs, no, you know, hard and fast schedules. I mean, at the end of the day, right, you got to go hunting and you got to go gathering and and there are better times and there are worse times, but no one's sitting there with a with a clock that's going to, you know, <laughs> you're not going to get in trouble if you're a few minutes earlier or later. And so what do these sleep patterns of unmolested humans, what, what do they actually look like? And the bottom line is, in general, Human sleep tends to be what's called biphasic. Bi means two, phasic means phases, two phases or two sleep periods. Now, it seems to be that in general, we do the bulk of our sleeping at night. So hunter-gatherers are getting anywhere from six to eight hours, it seems, uh, at nighttime. But here's where this, this critical piece comes in. We have a second low energy or sleep period. And want to guess where that is? Exactly. That's that afternoon period. So we see a dip. So regardless of whether you've eaten or whether you haven't eaten or what you've eaten or how active or busy you've been, human beings show a slowdown happening in that kind of 1 to 4 p.m. window. Everything goes downward. We see this in more traditional cultures in the idea of a siesta. Right. It's not just that it's hot out. It's that actually our whole rhythms, our energy levels dip in that period. So ideally, in a perfect world, what would happen? You get a little sleepy, a little bit tired. You'd go and have like a 20 to 40 minute nap, wake up refreshed and ready to go and power through. Now, of course, real life, you know, we can't always do that. So ideally, 
what should you do? You should have a nap. Reality, what do we do? Well, the two most common strategies that we do are caffeine in your your uh, beverage of choice, coffee, tea, energy drinks, etc., or sugar, right, in the form of whatever, energy bars, uh, uh, cookies, cakes, candies, uh, snacks, et cetera, et cetera, or, uh, or, or coffee, right? Coffee is a big source of sugar for a lot of people these days in, in the, the blended drinks and everything. The problem here is, as the book, the uh, Why We Sleep has pointed out, is that for most of us, coffee, or rather caffeine, stays in our system for hours upon hours. The effects the, the noticeable effects on kind of attention may fade for us, but the effects on our body from caffeine are still there. Now, people fall into the spectrum from slow metabolizers, meaning they get rid of caffeine out of their body slowly, to fast metabolizers, meaning the opposite, they clear it very quickly. Now, the reality is, even though people don't notice the caffeine anymore, they're not feeling it in in their body, in their mind, uh, they still very much are feeling it and it can interfere with sleep. So in general, we don't recommend caffeine intake after 2 p.m. The average person takes about seven hours to metabolize that caffeine. So if you're drinking a cup of coffee or an energy drink or or whatever at two o'clock, it's going to be 9 p.m. before a lot of it has actually been metabolized. Now, again, if you're a fast metabolizer, you can get away with it more. But for a lot of people, they don't even realize that the issues they're having with sleeping that evening could be related to the caffeine that they drank that afternoon. So if caffeine is not your best choice, and obviously lots of sugar is not your best choice, and you're not able to nap, what else can we do? Well, we have to make the best of it. And there's a couple quick things before I wrap this up. First, just recognizing that time is probably not when you're at your best. So if you do have control over your schedule, scheduling some kind of light or relatively mindless things at that time, that's not when you want to be performing brain surgery if you can help it, right? So if you have control over your schedule, scheduling things that are a little bit lighter or easier, take a little less brain power to do, uh, can be an important thing. Uh, movement, physical activity also. So if you can get up and go for a walk, stretch, kind of move your body, activate it, can be a helpful way to overcome the slump have some water, you know, these are the things. We don't want the problem, again, sugar has a lot of side effects, as we all know, for most of us, uh, and caffeine is not the greatest choice either. So in a perfect world, it's normal, it's natural, get some sleep. Uh, in a not perfect world, try to, you know, avoid that caffeine unless you know for a fact that it doesn't affect you. In fact, for most people, what we recommend, you may want to try this and see what you know, is no caffeine after noon for two weeks and see what you notice. So if you want to go even farther, no caffeine at all. So no coffee. You may even want to not have more than a cup of tea in the morning uh, for at least one week. Two is preferable and see what happens 
with your sleep and your energy levels. You know, what most people find when they do that is they find that it is having an impact on the quality of their sleep. And they also recognize just how gosh darn tired they are, which is a call to prioritize sleep. I know it's not easy, but it is important. All right, folks, that is it for me today. We've gone on a little bit long today. I hope you found it helpful. Three main reasons for the afternoon slump. Not eating enough, eating too much or too high carb, and understanding that it is a normal and natural part of the human rhythm. In a perfect world, we'd sleep at night, and then we'd have a little siesta, at least lounging around, taking it easy, if not having a short doze in the afternoon. Uh, modern life doesn't always let us do that or often. So we need to do what we can. Understand that it is not always something that you're doing wrong. It's part of being human. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Listen, if you'd like more great information like this about how to help yourself or how to help a loved one, we have a lot of great free information on the website on things like IBS, IBD, autoimmunity, GERD and heartburn, and even how to find the right holistic doctor. All you need to do to get that great free information, go to the website, www.aspirenaturalhealth.com. Click on the button that says free reports, aspirenaturalhealth.com, free reports. Once again, aspirenaturalhealth.com. Click on free reports, pick the one that is most helpful for you or for a loved one, give it a read and put it into action. We've had people tell us that it has transformed the lives of themselves and their loved ones. After all, at Aspire Natural Health, our goal is to help guide people dealing with digestive issues and autoimmunity to live bigger and better lives. All right, folks, that is it for me today. Until next time, take care.